Hey friends, welcome to Wild Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Ainsley B. During our time together, we're going to hear some incredible stories on how to find, keep, and share your wild confidence in Christ. Before we hop into today's conversation, I want to ask if you would kindly leave a five-star review and share this episode with a friend who might like it. I'd also love to connect with you on social media, so find me at Ainsley B on Instagram. All right, let's hop in. Cambria, welcome to Wild Confidence. How are you today? Oh, I'm so good, Ainsley. I'm so excited to be talking with you. We're going to have fun. I know. I'm so excited to have you too. This is actually the first time you and I are meeting. Yeah. I feel like we've been friends forever. Look at us. Just like- I know. I have a feeling we are, we're, this isn't the last time. Yeah. I'll say that. I have a feeling this isn't yeah. the last time. I feel time. like we just connect right, yeah. right away. Yeah. <laughs> like we've known each other forever, but we've, we've never met, but you know, we're just catching up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I'm so excited to get into this conversation with you. I want to hear all the things about your book, Growing Strong and your journey in the whole process. So can you tell us about your passion for faith and fitness and I mean, your journey, just all the things. Tell, tell me the story. Yes. Yeah. Well, I actually, in high school, I remember this moment where my friend, she took her, she had these jeans and she threw them across the room at me. And she said, here, these are too big for me, but maybe they'll fit you. And I remember I was 15 years old and I was just like completely like my eyes were opened in that moment of like, wait, what? I had never even looked at my body in like, you know, a way of like, well, what do I look like? And, you know, my worth and my appearance. And it basically opened up my eyes to um, almost like seeing, you know, when you look at yourself, you look at yourself in the mirror and you see your physical appearance, but it was almost like in that moment, it was like me looking past the mirror Um, but at my physical appearance, but like, what is my worth in connection with how I look? And it was like, wait a minute, what do you mean? Like, why are you telling me that? Like, maybe I can fit in the, like what I had, I I had never had somebody like comment on my body. And, you know, I was, it, it just was like, it just totally like caught me off guard. It really caught me off guard. And I just remember that was the moment where my eyes were opened and I started restricting. I started, um, I found a diet plan and I just really, I started like saying like, I am good if I can follow this diet plan. Like I, and that's, and ultimately if I can restrict and if I can follow this perfectly, then I'm going to be happy because Mm. I felt like after that moment, I just felt like, well, if you don't approve of me, like I can't approve of me. And I felt like my worth in my own eyes was like, okay. And, and then it, then it was this whole thing of like self-idolatry and just trying to perfect my body. And then like, I just, I literally thought God was there to just like help me reach my dream body. Like I literally was like, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And then I would like pop a diet pill and then I would restrict And I just had no idea. Like I literally, it was from such a place of like brokenness and truly like innocence. And so basically it kind of just like led me on this whole journey of struggling with an eating disorder, but then how God really like rescued me from myself in that, you know, our worth is not found in our weight. It's not found in the mirror and that we weren't created 
to perfect our own image. We were created to reflect his image. You know, we were created to reflect the image of God. And um, it, it was, you know, I can honestly look back at that time and just be really, it's so crazy to say it, but I'm really grateful for that, for everything because God redeemed it. And last little thing I'll add in there, um, is I learned about this. I think it's like a Japanese, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like this Japanese pottery thing that they do when a vessel breaks and they take it and they actually like piece it back together with gold. And the gold is like what seals everything together. And it's what holds the cracks. It's what holds everything together. And, um, I read about it in like a Magnolia magazine or something. And I was like, I felt like God was like speaking to me. Like, that's what I've done with your story, with your life. Um, with like, not just your physical body of healing from binge eating, because then I developed an autoimmune disorder. I mean, it really wreaked havoc on my body and, Mm -hmm. but God like totally redeemed me. And I'm so thankful that I even get to, you know, I remember crying on the floor of my bedroom and thinking if I can just help one person, one person like this will all be worth it. And it, it, and it, and it was. Absolutely. I love that. I love your story because I think it is unique to you and your heart and your journey. But I also think that the body image struggle and the limiting beliefs that come with our confidence as it relates to our body image is so universal. I mean, the things that we tell ourselves in the mirror on a day-to-day basis are brutal. Yes. And um, I'm curious, like, I mean, were you like punishing yourself with whenever you weren't your ideal weight? And like, what, what did that look like for you? Because I know that that's whenever I get really um, hard on myself, whenever I just feel like I can't reach that goal or then I'm frustrated that I even put that goal in a number in the first place. So totally. how does that, how did that look like for you with like self uh, limiting beliefs and punishing yourself? Yeah. I feel like I could not agree more. It's like, we all struggle. We all have our own struggles, but at the same, and they're unique to us because we're only, only we're, you know, you're only you. And so it's like, you're unique in your own story and just in your own upbringing and your own life. And, um, but it is a universal thing, you know, Mm -hmm. that, that we struggle with that women struggle with. And, And so, yeah, I definitely, absolutely, like, I remember if I would deviate at all from the plan, this diet plan that was so strict and so many crazy rules, like, I'm like, I don't even know, but you're just so desperate. Like, I'm like, I look back and I'm like, why was I trying to cling on to like, don't eat fruit after 3 p.m. because there's carbon, like, it's so wild to me what I did and what I held so tightly, I gripped so tightly, like a vice grip, like I have to follow this. And it was just these crazy rules because it's exactly like what you're saying of these limiting beliefs of like, if I don't follow this, then I am going to never reach happiness. I didn't buy jeans, I think for five years. It was wow. like so many years because I was so I I was punishing myself. Like I will not buy new jeans if I cannot reach this size. And absolutely. Like I remember because I I just, and I also remember too, the day that I bought my first pair of jeans, like 
when I was really set free from the way that I looked and it was so liberating. And the funny thing is I hadn't reached that size that I ever thought, you know, but what I found is, is it's just like chasing after soap bubbles. Like it's like, that's the only way that I can think about it because it's like, it's so shiny and it's so like promising and it's like, but then you get there and it just pops and you're, it's, you're disillusioned. That's the only word that I can really use is you're disillusioned because what we do is we set these goalposts and we run so hard and so fast at the goalposts that when we get there, we're completely exhausted. But then once we get there, the goalpost moves Yeah, and we find that it's further. And then, and then we run and run and run and we get there and it moves again. And it, it, it's constantly moving because the reality is, I think one of the most dangerous things that we can ever do is use self-evaluation for our own worth. Like our perception of ourselves can change in an instant. The way that we feel about ourselves, the way that we see ourselves, you know, for many years it was like, be as thin as you can. And now it's like, you have to be curvy and thick or whatever the heck it is, you know? Yeah. It's, just so ridi- it's so ridiculous. <sighs> and that's the thing is that we can't, ever measure up to our own standards because we don't even know what our own standards are. We don't even know what we really want, but we have this longing to like be accepted. And that's never going to be found in like, in like our own measuring ourselves to our own standards. Like there's a new standard and it's a standard of grace. And that's the only standard. Yeah. That there is. And that's when I found complete freedom was when it was just like, it doesn't matter what others think of me. It doesn't matter what my friend thinks about me. It doesn't even matter what I think about me. It matters what God has said about me and what he's mm-hmm. done for me. And that's literally the only thing that matters. And Absolutely. when you start living in alignment with that, rather than trying to uh, live up to these limiting beliefs or live under the limiting beliefs, mm-hmm. like you're not crippled, you're, you're, you're set free. I, I can't think of anything more, you know, I can't think of being in more bondage than constantly just living under our own limiting beliefs. It's so crippling. Yeah, absolutely. And I like that, uh, that you are using the phrase set free and because it's a, a message of hope and it's a message Mm -hmm. of your story. And I would love to hear about the day that you were set free and what that looked like. I remember I was, I literally remember it so vividly. I can just put myself there. Even now I was sitting on the floor in my green bedroom as a teenager. And I had opened up this book called intuitive eating. And I feel like God, I read so many books on, you know, getting out of an eating disorder and all this stuff. And I read intuitive eating and it was just this moment where I, I literally felt like God was saying completely surrender the diets to me, like surrender. There is freedom in the surrender. There is not freedom in trying harder or even trying to be free. Like, it's not like I'm going to try to be free because there's freedom in a complete surrender of saying, you know what? I actually, this was for me. I got myself into this. I dug myself into this. I was so desperate. I had just made a complete mess of myself. There was no possible way that me getting myself into that, I was going to be the one to be my own savior. I needed something outside of myself to save myself. I could not be my own savior. That was only going to come from God. Um, He is the only savior in every sense. And so literally I was reading intuitive eating and it was talking about not, you know, not be, not following diets anymore. No more diets, get rid of the diets. 
And it was that moment where I realized that diets really were a security blanket to me. I was so scared. Yeah. I was terrified. I feel like not even scared is a good word. I was terrified to let go of any form of control. And I realized that that was through the diet. If I let go of the diet for me, that was letting go of all hope in finding happiness because the diet promised me, it promised me, if you do this, if you're, if you follow me, then you'll be skinny and then you'll be happy. And then it was, and then it's all a bunch of lies. It's all a bunch of lies, but I didn't realize that, you know, it's like you believe these lies for so long that they become the truth. They become the truth to you because you don't, you literally, you, you, your perception and your ability to, to, to discern truth from lies is so, you know, foggy. And I remember that day I read that and I was like, God, I surrender. I surrender my diets. I surrender this. I was so scared. I was terrified, but I drove to a little coffee shop. I had wanted this muffin. I had wanted this coconut pineapple delicious muffin for so long. (laughs) And I had deprived myself of it for so long. And it seems so silly, but it was so monumental. Like I would never let myself have anything like that. And I drove there and I got that muffin and I drove back and I sat on the same floor and I, I ate it right then and there. And I was like, I am going to walk in this freedom. I'm not going to be enslaved to this diet anymore. I surrender my body, my eating habits, my mind, my everything. I surrender everything over to God and because I literally cannot do this myself. And and it was that, that was the day. And that's not to say that it didn't come with struggles. I remember that right. I ended up binge eating later that week and I was really distraught over it. I thought, you know, I was making progress. And then next thing you know, I binged and I was super devastated. But I remember after feeling so sick with that binge, I woke up the next day and I went for a run. And I remember all of these lies just flooded my head. Like, what are you doing? You're never going to be able to lose weight. You're never going to be free. You just binged again. Like, what do you, who do you think that you are? Like, it was like an attack on my mind of yeah. like, you need to just give up. Like it, 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 it was so loud in my head. And it was in that moment of like, I don't need to listen to everything that pops into my head. Not every voice that comes into your head is the voice of truth. And there's a difference between, you know, condemnation and conviction. Like I had these convictions of being set free and not following diets, but then I felt condemned. And I'm like, this is not coming from God. And I remember I just turned up my music and I ran harder and faster than I'd ever ran before. And I was like, I don't care how many times I fall. I am never going to give up. I am never, ever, ever going to give up. And it was such a journey, but you just keep walking in freedom. No matter how many times you fall, you keep walking in freedom. You know, it's not something that even happens. Like I, I believe there's freedom in this moment today available to everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect, but you just, you just decide that I'm going to surrender. You know what I mean? And yeah. there's, there's freedom, there's liberty in, in the surrender. There really is. Absolutely. And, and I like that you said um, that, the diet felt like a security blanket because blankets can be removed and replaced with something new. So your new security blanket became the Lord. Yes. And 
the Lord's blanket is a weighted blanket. That thing's <laughs> way harder to move than, than those flimsy little things. So I really I like that you that. said that. Now, okay, so with intuitive eating, I am fairly new to hearing about it. Um, I actually know it from TikTok. Like there's one girl on TikTok that talks about intuitive eating and I follow her. Um, but can you give us like a little rundown of what intuitive intuitive eating is? Yes. Yeah. I feel like the best way that I feel like we can describe it is we use these maps, which are diets. We use these external maps and, and we say, okay, tell me what to eat. Tell me when I'm hungry. Tell me when I should stop eating this type of food. Tell me what types of food to get rid of. And we just like literally ignore all of our hunger signals. We ignore all of our cravings. We ignore everything that we've ever, you know, that we've ever maybe even done. And we just give it all up. And we, we say, yep. Okay. This is what I'm going to do. This is the map that I'm going to follow. This is, this is what I'm going to do. And it's so wild to me because God has literally given us these internal roadmaps. It's like an, it's like Mm. a GPS within ourselves of, you know, being hungry and being full and being, you know, craving certain things and, you know, not feeling. And I feel like for so long, it was like, I would be hungry and I'd be like, well, this isn't what my map says. So I can't eat anymore because that's, you know, this is the plan that I'm following. This is the way that I'm going. And that map literally just led me in circles for years. Yeah. And so intuitive eating in my, in my experience and my, you know, with the, 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 I guess the, maybe not the hardcore definition of the word, but maybe just like the chill Cambria version of it. It's just like following like what God has already put inside of you of like, I'm hungry. So I'm going to honor the hunger signals that God has put within me. And I'm full at the same time I'm full. So I'm not going to continue to eat when my body is telling me, Hey, Cambria, I've actually had enough and I don't need any more food. And at the same time, like certain cravings. And it's so fascinating when I, cause I I'm now a certified nutrition coach and I'm like, I'm so fascinated with it because even our cravings, there are underlying things with our cravings. You know, if we haven't had enough carbohydrates, if we haven't had enough, there's so many things that when we, when our bodies are craving it, our body needs it. Even Mm. the minerals, mineral balance. I mean, it's so, I get really like nerdy and deep into it, but it's pretty wild to me what just simply honoring your body does for your health, not just for your physical health and your body, but for your mental health as well of like, I'm free. There's no more food police. There's no more good and bad food. There's no more trying to follow this, you know, diet, there's just freedom of like, I'm just going to honor my body. Um, and I also think that there is so many fad things out there. Um, even this past summer, um, what I like to do is intuitive eating with intentional nourishment. And so that's something that I have recently implemented and this is all freedom. There's no diet, you know, there's no weird map, um, with intentional nourishment, because I actually realized that, I wasn't eating enough food because once I started just walking in freedom, I was, I did intermittent fasting for a while and I tried all these different things for the sake of health. And then I realized like I'm, I'm experiencing all these symptoms because our bodies talk to us. And then as I looked into it deeper, I realized I'm not eating enough. I'm not eating enough. 
and um, I'm not getting enough protein, even though I was eating, I'm like, I'm eating all day, you know, or I'm yeah. doing, doing intermittent fasting and I'm eating, but I wasn't getting enough of, I wasn't getting enough protein. I wasn't getting enough carbohydrates. I didn't understand mineral balance. I just didn't know these things. So now I practice intentional nourishment which is just basically like making sure I eat enough protein carbs throughout the day, making sure that I'm, you know, getting minerals and making sure I'm getting most of the things I need from whole foods. That's it. And then like eating yummy desserts and awesome things that I like, you know, every now and again, um, because um, we're free to do that. But intuitive eating and intentional nourishment has really changed my life. The, the name of that is a going to be the title of this uh, podcast for sure, because I, I think it. that encompasses exactly what this is intuitive eating with intentional nourishment. That's it, right? That's it. So, so this is like, is that how we maintain a balance of staying healthy and still enjoying dessert? I believe yes, because it, it's, it goes deeper than just even the physical, because when mm. we are intentionally nourishing ourselves with truth, with literally the truth of God's word and who he says that we are. And we can walk in that Liberty with that kind of an intentional nourishment on a soul level, on a soul mm. level first, that kind of nourishment, then that, you know, it, it, it's, it's just like what it, what it is. It's nourishment from the inside out. You, you nourish yourself and then what happens, you grow, you are able to, you know, sustain life. And so that is the thing is that it's not, that's not any kind of life that I want to live to be in bondage. And so I want to nourish myself with the truth that I'm free to take care of myself in a way that honors my hunger in a way that honors who God made me. And in a way that I don't have to perfect myself. I don't need to ch go in circles. I don't need this external map of dieting to tell me what to do or even who I am. Like I'm not good enough if I can't follow this. Or yeah, you're just going to be stuck going in circles forever. That's so exhausting. You don't yeah. need to feel like you're going to be stuck going in circles for the rest of your life or that you're in bondage for the rest of your life either. And so, yeah, intentional nourishment from like a soul level, but also yes, from a physical level of like, because I think that there is so much misinformation out there of yeah. like, yeah, do this, try this. And, and that's the thing. I did that in the sake of for the name, you know, for health, I thought, well, intermittent fasting must be good because everyone's doing it and blah, blah, blah. And I think obviously I'm like going off on fasting now, but that was just one <laughs> example for me of, you know, I thought that that was healthy. I think fasting is good in, in spiritual sense and, and things like that, but chronically fasting for like a year and a half for me wrecked my metabolism. It wrecked my hormones. My hair was falling out. Like I started, it was like, I don't know, TMI girl stuff. No, like, this is where, this is where I want to go. Yeah. Yes. My periods were so messed up. Like I was waking wow. up in the middle of the night. I'd never done that before. I'd always slept through the night. I'm waking in the middle of the night, every single night. I'm like, what is going on? And so that's what I want to, your body talks to you. Your body will talk wow. to you through symptoms. And so when your body starts talking to you, don't let it start screaming at you. Listen to it, listen to it and, and just say, okay, hold on. What's going on. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to be a doctor to just be simply in tune with your body of like, you know what, this isn't normal for me, or I'm experiencing this. I don't feel very well anymore. And so 
intuitive eating of like, I'm free to eat whatever I'm free to eat. I'm free to do this, but intentional nourishment of saying, okay, you know what? I've actually messed up my hunger signals because I haven't even been eating. So I don't even get hunger signals anymore. What does that mean? Oh, I should just honor me not being hungry. No, I need to eat. We need to fuel our bodies. And so, and so I feel like empowerment through information is really, I think, incredibly helpful because if you don't know what you don't know, you know, know better, do better. And so it's like, okay, I understand that I can't just run off of nothing. My body doesn't just run off of nothing. My liver hates me when I don't (laughs) give it what it needs. And I don't want to be in a constantly stressed out state. And that's what was happening. And that would, that's the response of stress on the body is all these other symptoms. So how do we lower stress? Fueling our bodies. Yeah. It's so simple. It's almost too simple, but simply nourishing and feeling yourself all day and being free and not feeling guilty or bad or whatever you lower stress in the body and you're going to feel so much better health all, all over your mind, body, soul, everything. Right. Hey, if you have enjoyed wild confidence podcast so far, I have something even better. We have launched a Patreon where you can get bonus content, Enneagram extras, and exclusive live Q and A's head to patreon.com forward slash wild confidence to join us and support the podcast so we can continue. So the, the cortisol levels is what is getting out of control whenever you are, um, I mean, starving yourself maybe, or just restricting yourself because it's stressful to even have to think through all of the things. Absolutely. And those levels are rising. It literally is exactly, exactly the cortisol. And it's so funny because that's actually the opposite. We're trying to be healthy and cortisol, your hormones and your metabolism are completely interconnected. You can't even separate them one from another. And so we diet and we restrict and we don't eat and the, our cortisol levels spike and yeah. our body now says, okay, hold on everything. Like, first of all, then you can't, it's not even about weight loss, but it is funny on like a cellular level and a hormonal level, like your body will not respond to that. It yeah. will say, nope, we're in a famine. We're in a state of emergency. We're not, we're going to hold on to everything. And then what happens? Everything mm-hmm. spills over in everything, your periods, your hair, like you want to grow long hair, but you're not nourishing your body. Can't even your liver can't even your blood sugar is so out of control. Your body can't think about growing long hair. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but we just don't realize that we just don't know. We're just trying to do our best. And sometimes we just don't know. So yeah, yeah. To lower to lower stress. We need to eat constantly and throughout the day, enough protein, enough carbohydrate, and we need to just be drinking water. We don't need to drink 3 million gallons of water and flush out all of our minerals and pee out all of our minerals. We just need to sip on our water. We need to eat our food and we need to just chill out. We need to chill out. That's all we need to do. And when we go long periods without eating and we try to drink a million gallons of water, we're going to be so stressed. We're not going to be sleeping and we're going to have all these crazy symptoms because our body is saying, listen up you, (laughs) this is not working for me. (laughs) Yeah. So, so if you, okay, I have um, multiple questions that are rogue questions, but we're just going to, we're just going to go there. Go, go. So intermittent fasting. Okay. That's literally the thing right now. So, oh yeah. Should we not like what you tell me? 
I have, I did intermittent fasting for literally almost two years and I just had Mm -hmm. no idea. I thought it was great. I think that there is a place for fasting for its spiritual purposes. So I will say that. And I will say there is a lot of research and all this stuff. Um, so I would say, first of all, um, be empowered to do your own research. Um, but what I'm going to say from my own experience and my, and my own research, and honestly, from understanding the body and understanding how our metabolism and how our cells on a cellular level, like basic, just like physiology, bio, all the things, um, your liver needs glucose, your brain, Mm -hmm. the way that God literally created your body is your brain's primary fuel source is glucose. So if you don't give it glucose, it's going to make glucose. And that is extremely stressful to the body. What happens is this thing called gluconeogenesis, where it basically takes from the protein. We're going deep here with science. It it starts taking your amino acids Mm. um, and breaking them down so that it can have that as fuel. What does that mean? it's your body is eating you. <laughs> so all your workouts, wow. all this muscle that you're trying to build or all these, you know, trying to be healthy and work out. It is literally your body. If you don't give it what it needs and you're going long periods of time with low blood sugar, it will take those amino acids, those proteins that would, those, those proteins would be the proteins your body uses to build muscle from your workouts that you've been sweating your booty off with, you know, and your hair, trying to grow your hair, these proteins, it's going to take those proteins and break them down so that it can just keep you alive, so that it can keep your heart pumping, so that it can keep you warm, so that it can keep the basic functions. We don't realize that just basically living takes so much energy and energy. We, we always think of it. I don't count calories or do that, but it takes calories. It takes energy. Yeah. And when you, when your liver doesn't have that, it has to perform like 51 other tasks. It will do gluconeogenesis which is extremely, extremely stressful to the body. Wow. And there goes your cortisol. There goes your crazy blood sugar. And then we wonder why we, you know, are so, you know, hormonal and like stressed out all the time is because we're not eating. And and we're breaking ourselves down rather than building ourselves up and sustaining ourselves. So uh, it's a big no for me for intermittent fasting. And that comes from the girl that used to like, you know, that's all she ever did. Yeah. Um, and I feel better than I ever have ever, 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 ever. Wow. It's so important to eat. It's so important to eat. Yeah. So um, when, when we're thinking about water intake yes. and not drinking too much, is it the half your body weight in ounces? Is that what you recommend or even less? Yeah. So I would say even for water, I've even learned so much about water in the past few months, but our bodies are so good at just regulating how much water we need of simply just by being thirsty. I just keep water always with me. So that way I can just take sips of it throughout the day. Um, but I always used to think that, yeah, I had to hit a certain half body weight or this many ounces. And what happens is we think, oh, well, I have to hit that. And then we don't drink it all day, or we start chugging it just to hit that we need to hit that mark. And we're actually, then we start, we just start peeing like crazy and we're actually flushing out really important minerals in our bodies. And so it's just really important to sip on water throughout the day and not try to like chug water like crazy. I mean, Hey, if you just did a workout and you're like chugging down some water, right, that's right. totally good. But when we're trying to hit these certain markers, um, no, I think that, you know, it, there's research has shown that it's just good to just sip on your water throughout the day, drink your water throughout the day, um, and not try to like overly, and this is really, you know, 
this is very unpopular. Uh, you know, people think, well, no, 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 I've been told this for years, but yeah. um, it's, it's true. It's totally true. And um, it's super important to have good mineral balance. So coconut water is a great thing to sip on throughout the day. Even having mm. orange juice has great minerals and vitamins. Um, and that's really going to help you be hydrated on a cellular level. When we talk about hydration, we talk about true hydration on a cellular level and what are we doing when we're drinking tons and tons and tons of water? We're flushing out those minerals on a cellular level. So it's actually doing the opposite of what we really want to do. So just sip on your water throughout the day and drink some coconut water and drink some orange juice. <laughs> I'm loving this. I'm oh, like think, thinking of all of the things I'm doing wrong, but also. No, 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 no. No, but in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a good way. Things that I have learned that I need to undo because, Mm -hmm. I mean, I went to the chiropractor, um, I don't know, however long ago, and I was explained to the chiropractor, like, this is what's happening with me. And she was like, oh my gosh, like, you're just, you're really in tune with your body. Like you're, you're like explaining to me what's wrong, but you, it's like, you already know. (laughs) And that's amazing. But I'm thinking about like, physically, I do believe that I'm very into with my body, but nutritionally, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And hearing about intuitive eating and like all these things, I'm like, if I can be physically in tune, I can be nutritionally in tune. So I need to do that work to, to, to learn that because I had to do that with the physical, you know, Holy, yeah. you have and to learn those things. Um, so what has been like a go-to fitness routine or something that really just doesn't suck the life out of you that on top of your intuitive eating, like I love being active. Um, I run and cycle and do Legree, um, and all that stuff. So I'm just thinking like, I know a lot of people burn out with yes a a CrossFit or a hit workout or whatever, even Legree sometimes, um, so what, what's been a go-to fitness routine that doesn't suck the life out of you for, for your life? Yeah. Well, I first will say that I could not agree more, um, about like, there's just, there's so many, there's so many also expectations of like what a workout should do that it should just completely exhaust you and totally drain you. And like, that's how, you know, it was a good workout, but then you end up feeling completely exhausted and you can't maintain it and you can't sustain it. And then we wonder mm-hmm. like, why can't I stick with this? And it's because you're, you're really over-exercising and what, a lot of people don't realize too, is that, oh, that exercise in and of itself is stressful to the body. It yeah. is a stressful activity to the body. And mm-hmm. so what we need to be doing first is realizing that we have to, we have, we need to number one, we need to nourish. If I'm not nourishing, I should not be doing any form of intense exercise at all. So once we get our stress lowered, because exercise is a stressful activity, we don't want to go into it undernourished already stressed out and then do a stressful workout. So I actually, which I, I'm no, no shame. I'm not trying to do a promo, but I created (laughs) an exercise program. It's called inner strength because I realized that we first need to exactly what we've been talking about, which is we need to have that foundation first of like, we don't want to feel like we're not enough. We don't want to feel like we're constantly, you know, burned out or frustrated. So it's an inner and outer fitness program, but it comes with all the work workouts. And I basically designed these workouts in a way where you are going to build muscle and you are going to sweat and you are going to increase your heart rate. You know, we want to, we want to help out that metabolism. They're all the sciencey things. I'm like such a nerd with it. I love it. 
I'm like so down to like the reps. I'm like down to the reps, the sets, like exactly how many things that we're doing. And um, so I created this whole program that wasn't going to be unbelievably stressful on the body. You know, the workouts around 30 minutes, which is a really good mark, but they hit those perfect reps and sets. And you're not, you're not going to be over-exercising. You're not going to be, but you're going to be challenged and you're going to, you're going to, you're going to realize just how strong you are. But at the same time, like, just like, it's so funny because even me doing the workout program, but at the end of it, I'm like, wow, I'm looking really strong. (laughs) I'm feeling really good. And I'm like, and I'm always sore from doing these workouts from the inner strength workouts. And so, um, I actually, it's cool that you asked that because for so long, I just could not find workouts that, you know, that fit in that not too stressful category, but at the same time, muscle building and just toning and feeling really good. And at the same time, like instructors that are kind of like, they're have really good hearts, but they're kind of like, okay, let's burn calories. Like let's, you know, it's all about the, the outward appearance. And so I didn't want that. I wanted to come to the workout to feel good just as I am right now. You know what I mean? Before the workout even starts, I don't want somebody to make me feel bad about how I look or whatever. You know what I mean? And so, um, there's none of that. It's all, it's all, um, it's grace-based, you know what I mean? But it's science-based and it works and it's fun and it's effective. So, um, I, I honestly, I literally do my own workouts. (laughs) I literally do my inner strength workouts. That's That's great. Can, can we them. get those? Are, are they only in the book or can we see them? Also, have, or is that the- yes. Yes. There, there are so many workouts in the, book. that's a great place to start is doing the workouts in the book. Perfect. And then if you're like ready to go next level, um, cambriajoy.com slash book, you can get the book and you can do the workouts in the book and then cambriajoy.com slash I H I think it's IH strength. I'll have to give you the link for that. It's everything yeah. is on cambridgejoy.com. It's literally all there. So cambridgejoy.com slash book, cambridgejoy.com. Uh, everything is there. The workouts, everything. So oh, I'm so excited. And I have free workouts on my YouTube channel too, Cambridgejoy, um, that follow the exact same pattern of the inner strength workout. So that's a great place to start too. And if you're like, okay, I love these, I want more, um, then the whole program is there. And the cool thing is it's the whole inner and outer program. It's not just the workouts. It's everything. It's like what we talked about with metabolism, hormones. I go over all that in a PDF. Like it's amazing. It's literally everything that I wish I would have had that I wish I would have known in a program. So it's, but the cool thing is the book's got everything in there too. You can just do whatever you need. I got you. You want free workouts? (laughs) Go to my YouTube. You want the book? You want to start out with those workouts? The book, like I'm just here to help you. So, so where can we find the book? cambriajoy.com slash book. Easy. Perfect. Yes. I love that. Growing strong. You can also get it at Barnes and Noble. You can get it at, oh my goodness, Amazon and um, local, some local Christian bookstores have them as well. Amazing. And um, where can we hang out with you on social media? You said YouTube. So Cambriajoy on YouTube. Um, are you on Instagram? Where else can we hang yes, out with you? Cambriajoy on Instagram, Cambriajoy on YouTube. And I send out also free little Wednesday emails. So you can find me there too. You can go to my website and sign up for those. It's just like a little refresh for your week, just keeps you going. So Cambriajoy on literally everything. <laughs> That is so easy and convenient. I love it so much. Yes. And Cambria is C-A-M-B-R-I-A. Yep. C-A-M-B-R-I-A. You got it. Perfect. So 
I know that I've learned so much. Like I just in had so much fun with you having this conversation and I can't wait to like start implementing some things that, um, that you've talked about and that we've discussed, but with all of this work that you're pouring out, the best way that our community uh, knows how to pour back in is in, is through prayer. So how can we pray for you in this season? Oh, well, first of all, thank you. That's literally amazing. And oh my goodness, <laughs> but I feel like I would love prayer for just um, not being overwhelmed. There is so much going on all at the same time. And like, even I'll just be honest this morning, I literally missed a podcast interview before you because I literally, I, there's just so much going on. I felt so bad and just like, Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm feeling like I can't keep up and, um, of just not feeling not, you know, believing those lies of that. I'm not doing enough or I'm failing. Mm -hmm. Um, and just, um, not just prayer for, not being overwhelmed and maybe not over committing and maybe just like doing, just doing what God wants me to do because I, my heart is just to help people and to, and to just literally do whether it's mineral balance and intuitive eating or pointing them, honestly, pointing them to Jesus is the biggest thing. And, um, because that's where, that's where, that's what we need. That's really what we need is, is him, you know, thank God for Jesus. Seriously. (laughs) And what would we do without him? Uh, Yeah. No, I don't know, but I would love prayer for, for not being overwhelmed and just doing the one thing at a time. (laughs) You got it. Do you know your Enneagram type? I think, you know what? I think I'm a seven. I think, I think you're right. I, I I'm I an Enneagram. You would probably know more than me. Oh, absolutely. I'm an Enneagram coach. And I was like, are you really? End, yeah. I want to talk with you. You need to tell me. Oh, I, I'm telling you by the end of this, I was like, all right, seven, probably second highest score of two. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. No way. I I'm obsessed. But anyway, so I was like, while you were talking, I was like, she's got to be a seven. I have to know. No, I have to okay, know. Okay. Then I feel good. Maybe I, I like, I don't know. Diagnose probably the wrong like shows when I read through everything. I feel like I'm like, I think I'm a seven. I think. Yeah. I, mean, I want to talk to you about that. Try it on, see how it fits. We, and yeah. if, if that's it, that's it. But I, okay. in our limited interaction or in our limited time I together, <laughs> I would, I would guess that you would be a seven. I love it. So that's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Okay. I love it. I just can't thank you enough. I know that this topic is so needed and um, I just can't wait for people to be set free Mm. even after just hearing our conversation. I mean, I I just know. I know that that's going to happen and I know that there are going to be women who hear this and have an entire lifestyle change for the better Hmm. from the inside out. So I, I I can't wait to report back on the stories that they, that they share. Cause that's my favorite thing. Whenever someone sends a DM, they're like, Oh, this episode of the podcast taught me this. I'm like, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you. Lord. That is literally the best. That's right. Transformation from the inside out. There's nothing that brings you more joy. Isn't it the most joy? Yeah, when somebody's absolutely. life is like really helped. There's not, there's no greater joy. Absolutely. Thank you so much for hanging out today. I really appreciate you taking the time. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out today. I pray that you're able to see yourself how the Lord sees you so you can hold your head a little higher and shine your confidence a little brighter. I would so appreciate if you would leave a review, subscribe, and share this with a friend. 
And of course, I want to stay connected with you. Find me on Instagram at Ainsley B. And my website is AinsleyBritton.com. See y'all later.